not to look at the bloody corpse against the wall. All right, Sonny, what's your name? Carella said. Mickey, the boy answered. Mickey what? Mickey Ryan, will there be a ghost? No, son, no ghost. How can you tell? There's no such thing as ghosts, Carella said. That's what you think, Mickey said. My father saw a ghost one time. Well, there won't be any ghosts this time, Carella said. You want to tell me what happened, Mickey? I came down to get my bike, and I found him, Mickey said. That's all. Right where he is? Against the wall there? Mickey nodded. Where's your bike, Mickey? Over there, behind the bin. Well, what brought you over here on this side of the bin? Did you hear something? No. Then what brought you here? Your bike is all the way over on the other side there. The blood, Mickey said. What? The blood was running across the floor, and I looked down and saw it, and I wondered what it was, so I went to take a look. That's when I saw Mr. Lasser. Is that his name? Yes, Mr. Lasser. Would you know his first name? George. George Lasser, is that right? Mickey nodded. And Mr. Lasser is superintendent of the building, is that right? Yeah, Mickey said, and he nodded again. All right, Mickey. After you saw Mr. Lasser, what did you do? I ran. Where? Upstairs. Upstairs where? To my mother. And then what? I told her Mr. Lasser was dead in the basement with an axe in his head. And then what? Then she said, are you sure? And I said I was sure, so she called the police. Mickey, did you see anyone in the basement besides Mr. Lasser? No. Did you see anyone while you were going down to the basement? No. While you were running upstairs? No. Excuse me, but would you mind? A voice said, and Carella looked up to where a very tall, plain, blonde woman wearing a light topcoat had pushed away past a patrolman near the basement door. I'm the boy's mother, she said. I don't know what the legality of this is, but I'm sure you're not permitted to question a seven-year-old boy in the basement of a building, or anywhere for that matter. Mrs. Ryan, I understand my partner asked your permission before we... He didn't tell me you were going to take the boy down here again. I'm sure he... I turned my back for one minute, and the next thing I know, both your partner and the boy are gone, and I haven't the faintest clue where. I mean, I'm pretty upset anyway, as you can imagine. My seven-year-old son finding a body in the basement with an axe in the head, no less. So here... He vanishes from the apartment, and I don't know where he's gone. He's been here all along, Mrs. Ryan, Carella said, safe and sound. Yes, with a corpse all full of blood staring him in the face, not ten feet away from him. I'm sorry, Mrs. Ryan. My point is, he's only seven years old, and he shouldn't be put through this sort of ordeal. We don't live in Russia, you know. No, ma'am. But he did discover the body, and we thought it might be easier for him to reconstruct what happened if we 
Well, if you don't mind, I think he's reconstructed enough, Mrs. Ryan said. Of course, Mrs. Ryan, Carellis said. Thank you for your cooperation. Is that meant to be sarcastic? Mrs. Ryan asked. No, ma'am, I meant it sincerely, Carellis said. Yeah, cops, Mrs. Ryan said, and she took her son's hand and pulled him out of the basement. Carella sighed and walked over to where Hawes was talking with the two homicide cops. He did not recognize either of the two men. My name's Carella, he said, the eight-seven. I'm Phelps, one of the homicide cops said. I'm Forbes, the other said. Where's Monahan and Monroe? Carella asked. Vacation, Phelps said. In January? Why not? Bob said. They both got nice places down in Miami.